Welcome to Daddy vs. Doctor. Here are your hosts, pediatrician Dr. Scott Cohen and comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. What's up, everybody? Daddy vs. Doctor. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco here with uh, Dr. Scott Cohen. It's a shit show at your house. <laughs> Can you give me an analysis of what's going on downstairs? I, I, it, we do this podcast. I think mainly you built this podcast studio at your house so that when I came here, I could fix all childhood issues because I've never come here and not been consulted about something. So I walk in, somebody's got a 102 fever. Yeah. Somebody's in a closet screaming. Mm -hmm. um, Is this normal? And your kids are acting perfectly well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love seeing you go through this because we're out of that. I have teenagers. We're out of that. When does this end? The the Never. the crying. The let me let me just let me set the table. Yeah. Serafina is sick. Yep. Last night. Uh. Oh, sorry. Oh, here. Let's go. Let's go back. 24 hours right Serafina came down with a fever while we were on a small little getaway right um now my instincts tell me kids has fever vacation over right. get in the car let's go home right my wife is like oh, yeah, she's in good spirits let's go to the beach now beach 90 degrees sun is that good for a temperature the temperature is not going to hurt them. It's just more that when you have a temperature, you don't feel good. You're probably not going to want to be out and about and playing and baking in the sun. So what started was, let's go through the text was. The first text was, Caruso's got a 99. So I get these calls a lot. My child has fever. They have a 99 temperature. So first of all, that's not fever. So well, what, is, okay. what is that? Right. A hot so, shower? I mean, no. what, what, what the fuck is that? No. Sorry, to I, no. So, so ninety nine. So technically, fever is hundred point four higher. You're right. It's probably a little higher than they're running, and we're probably heading in that direction because okay. there's other things in the house, right? So the key is to follow how they're feeling. You know, the only reason we treat fever, and that's another question. You know, we just got downstairs. Serafina's got one hundred two and a half. Is there a number that we should be worried about? And no, I mean, whether it's 101 or 105, a fever will never hurt you from an infection. We treat the fever to make the child feel better. The fever is actually a good thing in your body. It's it's your response to infections, what your body's supposed to be doing. So you're treating to make them feel better. And yes, when you're sick, it's better to rest. So, but you're not going to feel good running around the beach if you're if you're burning up. This is what I think. Yeah. You're at the beach, you got a hundred degree temperature, sun hits you, that's gonna cook you up to one oh three. Yeah, no. Right. I mean so the, it's not gonna cook you up. You're gonna you're having the fever because of something internally going on. Yeah, I mean it could raise it too. Your body temperature yes, but not necessarily that one hundred to one hundred and three. Okay. Yeah. I just think it's more you don't feel you know, when you're sick, you don't feel good. You don't, you don't wanna be out good. on the beach baking in the sun. No. You're right. When you're hot in general, you wanna be in a cool environment and relaxed. Yeah. Not at a hot beach. Okay. So. And affecting everybody else at the hotel. <laughs> she but. she seemed to be okay at the beach. Fine. She's building castles, what have you. Came home last night and uh, it spiked. Yeah. Now, um, I go because, you know, there's screaming coming from the room. Right. Daddy, mommy, da, 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 da. What's your take on... Sleeping with the kid yeah. during a cold, do you leave the kid alone? What did you do? 
yeah, I don't want to get sick. So I go to a different house altogether. <laughs> nah. I think everything goes out the window. All your rules go out the window when your child's sick, you know? So if, you know, younger kids and you are sleep training and they're waking up in the middle of the night and they're not feeling well, of course you're going to pick them up. Of course you're going to hold them and maybe you're going to sleep with them and you're going to comfort them because I think that's the right thing to do. So I think everything goes out the window when they're not feeling well. All right. Right. You slept with her last night. I slept with her last night, but then so, like every, every, every 10 minutes is daddy, my ear hurts. Right. It probably does. Yeah. Daddy, my, my sore throat. Yeah. Here. Probably does. Yeah. So. So there's no sleeping. No, no sleeping. So that went on for four hours. No sleep. Right. And then I go, let's go. All right, well, I went back to my room. Yeah. Lana has no idea what's going on. Right. She's dead asleep. Dead asleep. Dead asleep. Right. People are ransacking the house. Child has fever. She's dead asleep. Dead asleep. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to wake her up. I just, I just, I figure I handle right. it. I go and I said, listen, kid's got 102. Yeah. Four hours now I've been with her. You know, I think I'm going to bring her in here. Right. We bring her in our bed. Oh, by the way, I do a uh, cold rag uh-huh. on her head. Yeah. Which put her out for at least a half an hour. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think of the cold or ice or, or ice uh, pack? on the head it's more just anything anything's going to be cooler than your body temperature and ice really frozen could be uncomfortable so something cool feels good that's comfortable that's it so then we brought her in our room and uh she stayed there for the rest of the the night and she she slept better than she was sleeping in her room my question is tonight Uh uh-huh why the hell does this illness get worse at night? It is funny. It does seem that way. I think the best thing to do is give her a dose of Tylenol or, or ibuprofen before bed because that will buy you four to six hours, hopefully, because she's more likely to sleep more comfortably when she's not having fever. She'll probably wake up in the middle of the night when the fever hits again. You'll give another dose. Maybe you can sit with her and calm her until that goes down because the best thing, if you can keep the fever down, she's going to be comfortable. But you should never wake her to check it. If she's sleeping, she's sleeping comfortably. Yeah. Because again, the fever itself is not going to hurt her. Most of these viral fevers last about three to five days. And <sighs> the crazy thing is, I mean, we're seeing, we're in we're in August now, and we're seeing as, as much illness almost as we saw back in October, November, December, which is crazy that there's no seasonality to illness because you know, of our big social experiment we did the last three years where nobody got sick and then everybody's immune systems dropped, everybody was in quarantine and then fortunately COVID numbers dropped. Fortunately, we got back to normal life in in some matter and then all these other viruses that have been hiding in the trees or working out in the gym all popped down. It's nothing we haven't seen before, adenovirus, enterovirus, rhinovirus, paraflu. all these things that we've always seen, but we don't usually see them in the summer. We're seeing in the summer. I mean, I, I, we saw croup this week. Croup is a winter illness, you know, that, you know, that, that sound. Um, we had a couple cases of flu randomly a couple weeks ago. Things that we just don't see in the summer are picking up. So most of these viruses, again, three to five days, you do fever control. If the fever goes longer than that, it still could be viral. You just want to make sure it didn't turn into a secondary infection like ear infection, lung infection, something else isn't going on and obviously if they're miserable in between you always check it out with their doctor all right like you do every day <laughs> every minute of every day i the time i don't is that the time i don't check it out yeah you're gonna go why didn't you call me right, right? that's true no that's true. <laughs> you should call me
Oh God! So yeah, it's know, been it's a train. Yeah. So I'm coming off like three hours of sleep here. Uh, I want to figure out how tonight's gonna go yeah. before tonight happens. So, um, have you ever told your wife, "Hey, listen, last night you got some sleep. Tonight right. I'm gonna need some sleep." Is yeah, that because I feel like she would say, "I do nothing," and she's always the one up with the kids. She's a much better parent than I am. Let's just put it out there. So no, it's funny because when you tell these stories on our podcast you are always like parent parent of the year yeah i'm not saying i'm i i need a uh no, you always have a you always have like a nice little story or song or you know wet wipe you give them listen if that's the way it's coming off uh-huh I apologize. No, it's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, no, no. I, I don't mean to uh, deficit <laughs> Lana's parenting ability. I'm just saying last night was, it was a rough one for uh-huh. me. And it's like when you're sleeping next to a kid that's burning up. I know. It's like, it's like, it's like sleeping next to a, a brisket. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm boiling. And then you got to crank up the, the air conditioning. <laughs> And then she's freezing. Oh, she was shivering. That was yeah. another thing. She's shivering. Here, g- give me the science on this. Uh-huh. You're a hundred and two and a half. Yeah, and you're and you're cold. Yeah. Why? It's because your brain set point is a different temperature than your body is at that time. So it reads it as cold. You haven't gotten to that point yet. So you you shiver, and that's why, like a lot of times, right? You're burning up. You're shivering, but you want a, a blanket around you, and that's okay. And like, that's that's the idea. Like, just keep them comfortable. Yeah. So again, I don't I don't understand the science. We mean set point because part of your brain, your hypothalamus sets your your temperature. You like the hypothalamus, right? It sets your temperature. So a lot of times, what happens is your body temperature is rising, and your set point is at a different temperature, and the differentiation. So you're not as hot as your body is. I'm not explaining this very well. And then you shiver thinking your your body's cold. Your body also shivers because you're trying to get rid of the heat. Right, mm. you shiver to get rid of heat mm. as well. Okay, so two things. So yeah, there's a lot going on. There's shivering, there's air conditioning, there's uh, there's no sleep, there's uh, you know, then there's a whole uh, the Tylenol Motrin pattern. Yeah, Motrin you can't have six hours. Tylenol you could have four <laughs> yeah, hours. So let's right? talk about that because right, everybody's like, let's alternate Tylenol or Motrin. Yeah. Okay, two medicines, two equally good medicines at reducing fever that's it tylenol you can give every four hours ibuprofen which is your motrin your advils you can do every six hours there's no reason to alternate just to alternate they both reduce fever so just think of it as i have two options of medicines to get down my child's fever so if i give tylenol for fever i can't give tylenol again for four hours but let's say their fever comes back in three well great. I have another option. I have the Motrin. So then I can give them the Motrin. Now I can't give Motrin again for six hours. And now they have fever again in three hours. It's been over four for the Tylenol. I could give the Tylenol, but let's say you gave Tylenol and they don't have fever again for five more hours. You can give Tylenol again and just stick with the same. So the only reason to do one versus the other is if you've already given one, you can't give that one again. It's not because one's better or alternating is better than the other. It gets very confusing. This shouldn't be confusing. Well, this is what I think. Okay. (laughs) 
for some reason, I put in my head that Motrin yeah. is the fever killer. Okay. Like, I gave you Tylenol, but that's just an appetizer. <laughs> no. Wait till you get the entree. Right? I like that. Now, uh, Motrin lasts longer, six versus four. And Motrin, both of them equally reduce fever, but Motrin, ibuprofen is anti-inflammatory. Tylenol is not anti-inflammatory. So that's why if you, like, you know, have sore joints or, like, inflammation, Tylenol is not going to help you with that. That's why you give ibuprofen. Okay, so this whole thing... Yeah. From the Advils to the Tylenol yeah. to aspirin to Motrin. Yeah. No aspirin in kids. Okay. Okay. But just in general, as a yeah. pain relief, mm-hmm. I never know uh, a leave. Uh-huh. I never know I what to take uh-huh. uh, as an adult. Right. Like, I got a headache. Uh-huh. What do you take? I take like an Advil. Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Is, is Advil or Motrin. Ibuprofen is just the generic name for 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 Motrin or Advil. Acetaminophen is the generic name, the medical name for Tylenol. Tylenol is just a brand. So you can go buy a generic at Rite Aid and it will just say acetaminophen. That's Tylenol. And then Ibuprofen is, is... Motrin or Advil. Yeah. <sighs> It's, okay. I know it's tough. You got to go to a drugstore and you just got to read all the labels. It's good marketing, right? Because you think of Tylenol as like very comforting and fixing a problem. You think of Motrin or Advil as fixing a problem. That's that's the commercialization of the product. But buying generic acetaminophen technically should do exactly the same thing. Buying generic ibuprofen, but I do the same. I buy Tylenol. I buy Motrin because that name feels good so ibuprofen if uh-huh. it says it on the box uh-huh. right it's just same as motrin same as advil it's just the packaging it's it's the generic name it's 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 the actual medicine that's in there yeah yeah so if you just got the actual medicine yeah. ibuprofen yeah. you would feel like you're not getting no no the, i feel totally fine with it i'm just saying people buy motrin advil because it's it's why people buy kleenex kleenex is a is the brand name you buy Kleenex. You could buy any. You're just buying Kleenex because you've associated that Kleenex is a good tissue. Wow. But if you look on the back of Advil bottle or a Motrin bottle, all it's going to say on there is ibuprofen, which is exactly the same as an ibuprofen bottle. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get it. I get it now. But in general, I just think, oh, right, achy knee, kneecap. Yeah. yeah, a leave. Yeah, you could do that. But Motrin would be fine. I, yeah. All right. I'd be and, and what does aspirin do? No, aspirin is what, when I mean, when we were younger, people gave for fever. The problem is there's a rare issue with aspirin that it can cause something called rise syndrome. So we don't give aspirin to children prior to like late teens. So we just we just basically tell parents no aspirin. That's why you don't see people ever, ever buy aspirin anymore. I don't know. I've that aspirin around my house was for uh, you was it's probably, like it was like right. uh, it was and uh, then I, we found out that it can cause this issue so we don't do it and that's why you'll know you'll never hear parents be like I gave my child aspirin for fever. We just don't do it. Okay. It's not marketed that way either. But when you grow older mm-hmm. I keep you hearing aspirin. Yeah. I keep hearing this. I take one baby baby, baby aspirin. aspirin. Yeah. What's a baby aspirin? <laughs> 81 milligrams. A little, that's what they call them. A little baby aspirin. It's a baby aspirin. But it's tiny. To, but you're not supposed to give it to babies. That is true. <laughs> yeah, it just got named that. Yeah. So what the hell does baby aspirin do in an adult? 
the idea is like like a blood thinner like if you're going on long airplane rides the idea is that some people who are more prone to like clotting you take a baby aspirin okay but it doesn't healthy people don't technically need to do that okay yeah do you take a baby aspirin i don't take a baby aspirin but I was wondering why no one's using aspirin as much as they did in the right. 80s. Exactly. I just felt like it was, kids. it's commercial. <laughs> Commercials. The aspirin. Question time. Oh, what's the question? These are doctor questions for you. Um, oh, I thought it was mailback. Oh, got it. No, these are... Uh, oh, these are Papa, Papa Quiz. Papa Quiz. Which vitamin deficiency in mm -hmm. children can mm -hmm. lead to rickets? Vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. What is rickets? Rickets. <laughs> it's vitamin D deficiency. <laughs> um, so vitamin D helps your bones, right? The strength of your bones. So people with rickets have bone abnormalities. You can get like bowing of your legs. So your legs look, you know, bow-legged. Okay. Um, because you affect the mineralization of bones. So that's, that's the issue with rickets. Got it. Yeah. Uh, let's go with, uh, <laughs> that's a good one. What are the lyrics to the baby shark song and sing it? Baby shark, do, 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 baby shark, do, 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 baby shark, do, 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 baby shark. Wow. That's exactly in the same, whoever wrote this, the exact same number of do, 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 do. Yeah. That did. The, 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 I think there's more to the song. Yeah. But I think that's all I know. That was good. Do you watch it? It used to be on constantly. And it's funny how these kids like grow out of, I mean, it's like a day. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you want to put Frozen on? No, we don't like Frozen. You just watched the whole movie last night. And now Frozen has become like non-existent. Right. But then they got this weird stuff on YouTube where it's like real people yeah. playing with video stuff. games and or opening eggs. We're doing the wrong podcast. We should just literally be unwrapping eggs and opening up to see the prizes inside. And we probably go much more viral. Well, apparently that's what kids are watching. Uh -huh. uh, opening eggs, opening this, opening that. But it's like, I don't know. When I was a kid, I, I didn't, I didn't want to see a, like a, a kid on TV going hey, hey guys we're gonna oh <laughs> i need like a an animated figure right. a cartoon I, now they're watching like this youtube where like they're doing art and the kids are doing art right and that's like this... or watching a kid play a video game yeah I, they're not did you ever go to an arcade and like love to watch the per no i was like i want to play like yeah. i'm next i don't want to watch somebody playing pinball pinball <laughs> Uh, what does IQ stand for? Intelligent quotient. Oh, yeah. What's a quotient? No clue. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Intelligent quotient. So you know what average IQ is? Average IQ. I'm going to say 130. Wow, wow. You'd be a super genius if you are 130. I thought 170 was like Einstein. I mean, that's super. Now he was probably like 140s, actually. There have been people higher. 100 is actually average. With a standard deviation of 15 either way. So it means like 66% of the population are between 85 and 115. Next 15, so 115 to 130. If you're over 130, you're the top 5%. 
95% of the population is going to be under 130. Do you know what you are? No. Have you ever taken an IQ test? I took some sort of assessment when I was in medical school for something, but it wasn't a, like a specific IQ test. Do you know what's on an IQ test? It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of different things. They're testing memory. They're testing uh, how you... Have you ever done one? I feel if I've... If, if I no, I haven't. Yeah. But if I, if I took one today, yeah, I feel like I'd get a ten. No, you wouldn't get a ten. No, because it, it's not. It's not like direct knowledge. There's a lot of different categories. Like there may be something where they'll read off a bunch of numbers and ask you, what like, comes next. No, and ask you like to repeat them, like to see how many you can get in a row yeah. that you remember. Fair. And then there'll be things like guesstimates like what do you think the distance is from the earth to the sun and see like can you roughly are you going to say 10 miles or are you going to say 100 million miles so like where are you in that range and there's lots of different things in in between do you know distance from the earth to the sun <laughs> no what is, is it 98 million miles i don't know let's look it up look it up nine that sounds right, is that right? it's 98 you, you know that no 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 i that no i don't i'm just it feels like a number that i've heard but maybe that's not it at all 94 million all right, so i would have probably been the range of getting that right it's not too far off how many would you have said like three thousand miles gee we should have done it how do you how do you how far is it from new york to la how many miles roughly i'm gonna go uh three thousand miles yeah, it's about three thousand yeah yeah, but anyway, yeah. when you start doing like moon to the earth, moon <laughs> yeah, to the sun, then it becomes forget it. Crazy. Uh, what is the initial management for a child presenting with DKA? D DKA. Oh, DKA. Diabetic ketoacidosis. So you know, diabetic ketoacidosis is when people, typically kids, there's two types of diabetes. Type one diabetes is the one that kids get; it's more genetic. And type two diabetes usually is when you're older. You hear about grandparents having it. Lifestyle choices usually related to some sort of obesity, uh, poor diet. When they're in DKA, basically what happened is their sugar is really high, and they're dehydrated, and they have ketones in their urine. That's what happens when and you're at acidotic your body um so you you hydrate them is the first thing you do you give iv fluids and then you start slowly bringing down their sugar what's the most common well this is more like a pediatric question what's the most common first words for babies Whew, i'm gonna go um ball uh-huh and mom um no mama dada mine was ball yeah you Go said on. ball ba. which comes first mama or dada mom dada dada is easier hmm so when, when kids say dad, I turn to the mom and say, it's because it's easier. And I turn to the dad and say, it's because he likes you better. Um, yeah. And what age do they usually say mama, dada, roughly? I'm going to go a year. Yeah, eight, eight, usually eight months or indiscriminately in the eight to 10 month range are the first words. And it usually is just like indiscriminate babble between that age and a year. Yours was really ball. Mm -mm. What was yours? That was Caruso's my bad. Oh, which fits Caruso. Truck. Doesn't fit you. Yeah, that fits you. Truck. Yeah. And 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 we had it on on a reel. What do they call those? Those reels growing up. We used to record on the not cassette. It was like reel to reel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, you all So we had a microphone. Thing. Yeah. And they had this big machine at home. Uh-huh. But reel to reel, right? They got my first words on tape. We should Truck. get that. Can we get that? No, he can't. You know why? Why? My father decided he wanted to record the Sade album. <laughs> really? On reel to reel. 
oh and gosh. wiped out basically my my first three years of uh, speaking. What was so, that called? Super Eight? Was that Super Eight? Yeah, yeah. It, it was literally like you put a reel on. No, I know. I remember. And we had the projectors. Yeah, this was for audio. Though. Oh, this is just audio. This is for audio. So we went to go. I go. Oh, you know, we we had the case. Sebastian's first words. Right. We put it on, hour. and this <laughs> is no ordinary love. <laughs> like, where the hell's my first first words? That's great. Yeah. So, um, what if that was you singing Sade? It's <laughs> your first word at a year. I doubt it. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's go toy, toy time. time. Let's do a toy time. Toy time. Oh, wow. Ooh, oh. This is, a, I mean, this is great. Did you have one growing up? I did. Yeah. This is a yo-yo by Duncan. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Wait, could you do any tricks? Like walk the dog or around the world? No. Nothing? But without looking, how old do you think you have to be to, to, to use this? What's the recommended age? I mean, to be able to do it, uh, five, six. Okay, it's very advanced <laughs> at five years of age. Again, these were not this hard to open when we were kids. I feel like packaging has gotten worse. I feel like when we were kids, you would be able to rip this off, just just rip it right off. I don't think there was a package. I think you went and you just grabbed a yo-yo and uh, yeah, yeah, and that you're was right. it. You're right. I don't uh, think nobody there was packaged packaging. It. The yo-yo, the package costs more than the yo-yo. Uh, we'll just use yours. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got it. I want to, I want to, do you, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. it, it's like, it, let's see. Oh, and then, oh, there it is. Oh, comes pre, uh, let's see. Now, do you do the up, down, or the, the flip out, like let's the Spider-Man? Ready? Ready? Oh. Oh, it's been a while. That wasn't very good. All right. Well, got it? it? Wow. Hold on. Yeah, this is not working. Now, I felt like I was much better. <laughs> much better. Oh, there it is. There we go. Watch that. There it is. Oh, let's see. But then, Duncan, come on. Yo-yos are fine. I wonder if my teenagers. Wow, wow. look at that. Wow. That's a shame. I'm going to bring this home because I don't know. I'll videotape. I don't know if my teenage girls, I don't know that they've ever even seen a yo-yo. No, they must have seen one, but I don't know if they can do it. See? Look at that. And then walk the dog. Oh. I don't even know know the... The lingo? I like this one. It makes me feel good. Like when you flip it down like that, it comes out. I thought the whole thing was to catch it on its way up. Yeah. And people do the cradle. This is impossible. Yeah. This is, I felt like this was a lot easier as a kid. I agree with you. Um, But it's a five. It's a, it's a five popsicle toy. Can't go wrong with a yo-yo. How long do you think a yo-yo would last in today's kid's hand? The six seconds. Ten seconds, right? Ten seconds. How the heck is this fun? I'm just saying. Uh Maybe growing up because we had nothing to do. Growing up, I feel like we played this for days. I feel like you'd just be sitting there. Yeah. Like this all day long. Yeah. And again, this is not how it's supposed to be. You don't look very uh, 
I, I don't know what happened. Adapt. My, my motor skills used to be a lot more intact. And you know what? You know what's hitting <sighs> me right now? You know what's hitting me right now? No sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your your excuse for not being able to do the yo-yo? Is no sleep. And then once it gets tangled like this, yeah, I think it's, it's over. Think You're it done. Over. It's good. No one's, no one's working good. out a yo-yo tangle. Do they have? Uh, I like that it has instru <laughs> instructions. Wow, how long has this been around? Duncan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it says Duncan. Nine decades. Well, they're still in business, so they're doing that something. That is right? crazy. Doing this, but like, how do you go from? Um, say uh fifa 2023 right, right? To, this? to this i feel like especially some kids are just gonna knock somebody with this yeah it's yeah. a weapon um i love it but we gotta it's we gotta nostalgic. give it we'll give it a five five stars i give it yeah five stars for the nostalgia this is like indiana jones yeah, and top yeah. gun this is like bringing me back I'm gonna go and, and and give this to Serafina to see how long this would occupy her time. I'm giving. I'm. I, I, you know what? I'm actually. Yeah. I'm gonna go here. You wanna play yo-yo? And she's gonna go. No, I want to watch somebody open up an egg. We got Caruso, and I don't know what to do. But every time there's a disagreement, this kid goes and 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 has a tantrum. I know. And, and he pouts. And it's concerning. Oh, it's hard now because I, I really don't think he's feeling good. You know, he's had a he's had a fever. He's just not feeling good. So I give him a little more leeway now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like what just happened downstairs. You know, I, I think you asked him to do something, and he went in the closet and just screamed. And I think the right thing to do. People started to go to him to see if he was okay. Mm -hmm. But he's doing it for attention. That part, you know, he made it very clear. He went in there very quietly, and then he started like mm -hmm. humming and then moaning and then screaming to himself, like to see like who's gonna come and pop his head out the check. I think it's best not to give attention to that type of behavior. No, um, which is what you did. Well, I did give him a stare down. Yeah. I did a stare off. Who won that one? He did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's not working either. I don't know. Uh, I thought Daddy was supposed to be like. He does luck. shift his 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 volume when I enter the room, but right. it's it's um it's not a look of fear uh, that I once had with my father. No, this I is know. like, what yeah. are you gonna do? Exactly. You know? No, exactly. They don't. They don't have any fear. But I. But I think also the circumstance, different circumstances, change things. Like you know, this weekend when he wanted to, he was cold after coming out of the pool and wanted a towel, and he was whining about it. Yeah. And then you tried to do it, and he didn't want you to do it. He wanted Lana. And in reality, if it meant Lana going and giving him the towel and ended the situation in 20 seconds, then it's a battle you should lose and just let her do the towel. But in other circumstances like this, then it probably is better just to ignore the situation. So it's not all one size fits all. Because you would have just been like, forget it then. You don't want the towel? I'm not giving you the towel. I'll sit there and freeze. Yeah, I was yeah. Uh, eventually who would have got. She's not going to freeze because 95 degrees outside. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. The kid's coming out of like 85 degree water in the 90 degree air and he's freezing. You know, it's like, come on, man. So, so that that's. And then we went on the vacation. Yeah, it, it's just. 
dealing with these mood swings and then you're saying oh yeah i remember that stage my fear is this stage yeah. bleeds into 13 when i when he goes hey you know can i get an iphone and i go no he goes and cries in the in the in the cabinet you know yeah i don't think so but then if he does there's going to that's going to be a hard no if you don't want him to have it because if he learns as he gets older you're right it's just the circumstance changes we're crying now for a towel or is he crying later for right an electronic device or uh, a TV show yeah. or something and you're right if he's getting those things because he escalates then he's always going to do that so there has to be a point where he knows a hard no means no yeah but those circumstances change too covid yeah are we seeing an uptick in numbers? I just read an article that it's not a surge, yeah. but I know a lot of other people that are coming down with it. Mm -hmm. Are you seeing it? And if you are seeing it, is it mild? The answer is yes, there's a, you know, statistically an uptick. Um, I'm not seeing it as much in the pediatric population. Um, some of that could be a lot of people aren't testing for it when their kids are sick because in kids, thankfully, it tends to be still very mild. Okay. Um, you know, we're just very fortunate that it never hit the pediatric population like it did adults. And the worst strain, which was the initial strain and every strain has mutated since has been thankfully less severe. And even in the, the worst strain in kids, um, it wasn't as severe. It doesn't mean it can't be, God forbid. There's always a possibility of more serious effects. But uh, this winter, for example, and even now, the kids who are coming in with all the other viruses I mentioned, RSV or flu or paraflu or rhinoenter or adeno, tend to be clinically more significant, significant than the kids I'm seeing with COVID. Got it. And are you seeing, and this is no uh, political attachment to it at all, uh, at all, are people still getting vaccines for COVID? Is this still something people are going to get? They are, absolutely. Um, I think, again, in the pediatric population, I, I find, to be honest, it's like a 50-50 still. I think there are people, a lot of people are already fully vaccinated, so it's sort of a moot point. People who are now of the age in the pedi in pediatrics, you can get the vaccine starting at six months of age, um, six months and up. So we always we always offer it, and and I'm very honest about it. You know, I, do I think it's safe? Yes. Is it recommended? Yes. Does it decrease more serious illness in kids? Yes. Um, but have we seen a lot of serious illness in kids? As we mentioned, thankfully, no. Mm -hmm. um, I think it should be a personal preference. We recommend it because that's our job as doctors and that's the right thing to do. Um, but if somebody chooses not to do it, am I going to fight them on it? No. If the strain changed and affected kids in a more severe adverse way, I would have a very different conversation with you. And I'd be honest. I just tell people what we see and what's going on. Um, and let them make that decision. Got it. Educated decisions are the most important. Welcome to Mailbag, everyone, uh, where we read your mail and try and find out answers, give suggestions. We're going to jump right into the bag. Uh, here's one for you. Hello, yeah. my teenagers has started referring to me by my first name. Okay. Should I see this as a sign of growing independence or lack of respect? Looking forward to your advice, Margaret from St. Louis. What do you think of the first name vibe? I wouldn't want my child to call me by their first name just doesn't feel right to me but it doesn't mean there's something wrong how are they saying it sebastian yeah i don't know let's it's, say someone comes in a kid comes into your office and yeah. said 
you know, 10 years old, says, uh, you know, Scott, I've got a sore throat. Right. Do you go, uh, what? Yeah. Or do you go, well, here's some uh, ibuprofen. I turn to the parent. I'm like, teach your kids some respect. You, say, you would say that? Dr. Cohen. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I would let them call me Scott. Then I'd leave the office and tell everybody else that this kid should have called me Dr. Dr. Cohen. Now, it, actually, it doesn't bother me. I think that most likely they would they would be, uh, I think the parents may intervene and say, oh, you know, Dr. Scott, Dr. Cohen. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I've never been held up on, on terms being called doctor or anything else. I don't know. What Do you want people, do you want like Serafina's friends to call you Mr. Maniscalco, Sebastian? Like if somebody said Mr. S Maniscalco, would you say, no, please, please, it's Sebastian? No, no, I'd go finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you work your whole life to be Mister, right? And then all of a sudden, now you're you're not getting the respect that you deserve, right? right? I don't want a four year old going, "Hey, Sebastian, you mind passing me some water?" Right. I feel like we're on the same <laughs> playing field, you know? I'd say, Mister Mascalco, do you have any water that yeah. I could please have? You know, something. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not into the whole like casual reference to adults i mean i still call my next door neighbor uh by his last name right and, and he's 75 i'm 50 right. and i'm going mister you know so what's interesting it's it's actually what you said i think it's less about how it makes me feel it's more of sort of a sign of respect of that person in the sense of right people who naturally go up to it and hi mr so-and-so hi dr so-and-so you immediately think that they're like a polite respectful human being mm -hmm. as opposed to somebody who's just like hey you know or scott or you know your feeling about them may be a little bit different when it comes off that way don't yeah. you think no i i agree the only one i make call me dr cohen is my wife so well everybody else understandable is, exactly understandable Hey, this is Amanda from New York. My kids want to start a lemonade stand, but with coffee instead. Hmm. How can I support their entrepreneurial spirit while maintaining a sleep schedule? What? That took a sort of turn. Here's my take on lemonade. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about the lemonade stand. I don't, I don't. So my father and I were going to a golf tournament, uh, and we passed by a lemonade stand. Okay. Hey, lemonade, lemonade, lemonade. Pull over. I said, how much for lemonade? Um, five bucks. Mm -hmm. For all right. Brought out two cans of lemonade. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, didn't make it? No. Oh, wow. Two canned lemonades. Uh -huh. And it was kids. And I got I got the can. I told my father, I go, <laughs> canned? Isn't the whole thing right. about a lemonade stand, squeezing the lemons, making the lemonade, putting it in the tank. Making the sign. The ice, yeah. the this, the Sitting that. out there in the heat. Yeah. Yeah. And they're passing out cans. Right. <laughs> I almost asked for a refund. Yeah. I, I feel like you were shafted. I mean, this is the, this is the entrepreneurial spirit that the, 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 the parents are teaching the kids. No, right. they, no, 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 nobody wants to work. No. Go, go Amazon. They they they, they took some uh, some cans out of the garage, right. put them in ice, and uh, they're making uh, whatever four fifty a can. No, well that's the thing. They're obviously doing it knowing it costs me right fifty cents, and I'm going to make four fifty and do nothing. When you're right, the, the the lesson there is more of the job around it, which is like you said. So this if you if you were going to do a lemonade stand, you're a child, you're you're a ten year old kid. 
And I, I think I know what you would do. You make the stand, make the lemonade, you do everything right. Would you, A, charge $5 a cup, knowing you're going to get it and you're a cute kid? Or would you charge a buck a cup, assuming that they're going to see that you're working hard and give you more money anyways? I think five bucks was a little too steep mm -hmm. for a lemonade stand. I feel like people pull up... If it's a dollar, they'll throw you five. Yeah. If it's five, they're not not really going to throw you ten. Right. Right. Uh, however, I'm going to flip it on you. Okay. Nowadays, right? Right. You do a lemonade stand. Mm -hmm. You make the lemonade. Yeah. Right? You sell the lemonade. Someone gets sick on your lemonade. Mm. Lawsuit. <laughs> Right? That's what I feel like. That's what you have to think about nowadays, yeah, right? That's, that's how sort I of feel. sad. That's how I feel now. That's why they were doing canned. Yeah. Because you, you, can't you blame sue them. Minute Maid <laughs> rather than you sue That's an, inter that's an interesting fly. thing, right. So maybe that's why they're doing it. Right. Plus, like, also in a lemonade vibe, it's like you got to even look at the people selling the lemonade nowadays. You know, it's like, is this a legit lemonade stand or what's going on here? You know? I mean, I think you got to add, you know, you got some homemade cookies, some muffins with it. You got to put it all yeah, together. As soon as, as soon as you add baked goods, it's a, <laughs> you just it's a whole different vibe. I, I want the whole, the whole thing. I, I'm very, I'm unlikely to have baked goods if you brought them over. You know, like just in, really? ge in, in general. Well, that's good to know. So when people bring food to an occasion. No, I'm not saying that That far. is what you're saying. I'm just saying uh -huh. if there was baked goods... At a lemonade stand, yeah. I'd have a hard time getting a, a muffin. Did you, did, did you have a lemonade stand as a kid? Did you do anything like that? Yeah, we had a lemonade stand, uh -huh. and that was all we had, though. We we didn't like, we knew our lane. Right, you just, just like, did yeah, it. We're doing lemonade. But it was probably 10 cents. 10 cents. 10 cents in little cents. Dixie cups. Yeah. And what we did, and this is, this is a, a beautiful idea. And if you're out there listening, please um, try this. We went to where they were cutting lawn, uh -huh. construction site. We set up outside there smart. and come smart. out. We'd get that almost built-in business. Right. See, that's smart. So you knew, you knew where to go. So if comedy doesn't work out for you. That's it. Lemonade stand. Maniscalco Lemonade. All right, here you go. So Omar said, I purchased a used copy of Dr. Scott's book, Eat, Sleep, Poop. And it turned out to be a copy from 2010. And my question is, is there anything that got updated between the first copy and the current one that is essential to know about? Thank you, love you, and love the cast. So we, we did a newer edition. Surprisingly in pediatrics, general stuff, not much has changed. I mean, little things change like car seat rules, right? So it used to be that you rear face in the car seat till you're one, one year of age and then you forward face after that. Now we rear face until at least two. So some things change like that. Some of that advice um, on logistics, but general things that you'll read about 
cough, colds, fevers, sleep training, that hasn't changed. Probably the biggest thing is that, that has changed in the last decade since the book came out is on food. So it used to be when we started introducing solid foods, it was very conservative. We've talked about this where it was like cereal for three days, a vegetable for three days, a fruit. And we held on allergenic foods like eggs, fish, and peanut butter until they're older because we were worried about allergic reactions. But what we found is the reason why kids have allergic reactions, everybody has allergies these days, we actually caused it because we didn't sensitize them to foods early on. So now we've totally changed it to where how we grew up. When we grew up, our parents fed us whatever they were eating. They just mushed up what they were eating all the foods, all the allergens, all the spices and fed it to us. And that's what we should be doing from day one because early introduction of a wide variety of foods creates a better eater and decreases allergies later on. So I'd say in the book, to me, that's one of the biggest changes, but the medical stuff surprisingly hasn't changed much in the last decade. So there isn't, there isn't an updated version? No, there is an updated okay. version since 2010. Let's send this guy like a a new copy. Yeah, let's get him a new, brand new copy. No, no. Contact no, me. I'll send you a new copy of the book. No reason for you to be walking around with other people's post-it notes. You, I mean, ears. used. I mean, how do you get a used one? My mom still has her only her copy. Yeah, some people sell it on uh, Amazon. <laughs> I'll give you one more before we leave me. here. Um, I'm Emma from Austin. My four-year-old keeps trying to cook breakfast for the family. It's endearing. It's also a safety concern. How can I let her explore her culinary interests safely? Hmm. Um, you know, what we've done is we've monitored the kids whipping of an egg sure. or pouring of the, you know, the flour into the mixture or what have you. I think you could definitely navigate safety while cooking with a four-year-old. hundred percent. I mean, just don't have them operating the stove or the oven on their own, Yeah. but obviously helping out. There's so many things, mixing things, measuring ingredients out, bringing out ingredients, you know, breaking things up. 100%. And I think it's a great thing to do with a kid. My girls loved cooking. Yeah, I mean, your girls really took to, to uh, cooking. Yeah, we did that early on. We got them involved. Um, and then we sold it in our lemonade stand. <laughs> My five-year-old insists on eating dinner under the table, claiming she's dining in her secret lair. Should I pay mm. along or enforce table manners? What do you think about, like, what mm -hmm. do you think about food outside the dinner table, whether it be in the living room, under the table? Uh, should it be eating at the dinner table. I, I like a place where you eat. Um, you know, when kids have an imagination, I think there's a way to play into that as well. I think doing that, maybe you could do that sometimes and say other times, let's all sit together as a family. Maybe sometimes you can get in there and, and do it all together and make something fun out of it. But I agree. I, I wouldn't parlay that into like, oh, you can go into your bed and eat. Well, I agree. I think food should be eaten in the room it's designed <laughs> to, to be eat. eaten in. Right. Although growing up, I remember we had like a tray right. that we put over ourselves in the dining room, or not the dining room, the TV room, and we ate like watching TV. Right. But what's wrong? I mean, like this is sort of cute. I mean, think about it. We do it when we're camping or a birthday party. Let's go outside and have a tent and have little treats and things like that. So I think there's a place for this. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not habit forming i don't think every night should be secret layer dinner night <laughs> right. underneath the table maybe uh, fridays can be secret layer. yeah i just yeah. maybe one one maybe night chronicles of narnia are just on fridays <laughs> well there you have it mailbag once mail again bag. Uh, there it is good stuff here uh well that's our show for today um once again daddy versus doctor dr scott cohen along with uh, sebastian maniscalco apologize for my energy level but there is illness running rampant here through the home and hopefully tonight will be a better better experience for not only myself but my family 
The opinions expressed in this program are not intended as professional medical advice, as a diagnosis, as a treatment protocol, or as a substitute for professional medical advice from your physician. Please consider your own medical history and consult with your own physician for your specific health care and or medical needs and about your concerns for yourself and your family.